Welcome to episode 37. I'm Davey Gravy. This is uh, Building and Scaling Online Courses. Welcome. It has been several, several months since I published my last episode. I just looked. It was March. Now it's August. I think it's like August 11th, 2022. So I am obviously not super consistent with these podcasts, but always trying to be better. I want to give some updates on where we are with the business, what's going on, and some lessons I was thinking about this morning. I feel like I only think about podcasting whenever I'm like, hmm, I really need to get better at this aspect of business, or I'm really working on this part. When I find like deficiencies, I was like, oh, you know what? I should document these problems. <laughs> I don't always necessarily think of things when things are going well, but sometimes I do. So the main thing I was thinking about this morning that I was like, I really need to get better at this. I, I guess I think this because, or I, I guess I think about podcasting when I think these thoughts, because I think, well, if I am having a hard time with this, possibly someone else is too. So maybe I'll share what I'm trying to learn. So the thing I'm, I'm struggling with, or I feel like I have struggled with over the last, you know, off and on for a really long time, is how do you go from being the solo entrepreneur, right? You have an idea, you start something, it makes revenue, you could start to make, make a living at it, and you're doing well, and then you start to add team members. How do you transition from the solo entrepreneur to truly a, a like a real business with employees and growth and all that stuff, right? Where it's where you move from being the solo entrepreneur to a more of like a CEO role, right? And I've always had a difficult time understanding what that new role should look like, right? Like, okay, how do I get from where I am, which right now Drone Launch Academy does about, I think last year we did somewhere 1.4, $1.5 million in revenue, um, which is great. But obviously if I was going to be a $10 million company, right, that would look a lot different as far as how things were structured on the inside and what I did with my time every day, right? Like right now, like yesterday I found myself, we were trying to update some evergreen webinar and uh, I was trying to add, I, I've realized, so I'll give you some details. I, it's a webinar on how to do a certain type of application with drones. It's called um, photogrammetry. So I don't say, I don't advertise it like that because people don't understand what that is, but some people understand like drone mapping or creating maps and models with drones. So like you can do 3D modeling of buildings, you know, with, with drones and software. So we're teaching about that and why it's useful and the opportunities that are there. But the problem we were hitting was that everyone in the webinar would say, oh, cool, do I need a license for this? Or do I need a drone for this? Like they were so new, they needed to get through steps like one and two first before they were ready for this thing that we were talking about. It's a course on how to do this. So I was going to add into the webinar something, you know, some information about that. And then also an offer to help them get past step one, almost like you like buy it as a bundle. Like, hey, listen, you can buy this, take step one, get it done in seven days. And then I know you'd be ready for this course too, so you can buy them at the same time. So, you know, I'm fine doing webinars. I think that's a good use of my time, especially evergreen webinars. So I spent, you know, 20 minutes recording, 30 minutes recording the webinar. But then I found myself spending like hours and hours. I mean, I probably already invested six or seven hours into editing the previous webinar. I was going through it and I was looking, I, I was watching it. I'm like, oh, I don't like when I said this or this is actually you know, extra information that doesn't really add to my point. So I'm going to cut that out. Or a lot of times I'll say, uh, like, you know, and you know, this, this, and this, right. And I, all these filler words that I say, 
and they just detract a bit from the overall webinar and make it a little less pleasant to listen to. When there's a lot of pauses in there, it gives opportunities for people's attention to drift away. This was something I learned from Dan Henry that I actually thought was a good point. He's like, if you have an evergreen webinar, people are, you know, their attention, you have to hold it the whole time. And if, and if they start to drift away, I mean, it's not, and they know it's not live. So if they start to drift away, they're much likely to click on another tab or click out. You need to have it like fast paced and keep their attention the whole time. So cut out all the little breath pauses, all the filler words, all that stuff. So I was like, all right, I need to try that. So I'm going back through this 40 minute webinar and I'm clipping out every time I say, um, like, you know, I'm shortening all the word gaps. I'm using a software called Descript, which makes it a lot faster. And if you don't have that software, I recommend you checking it out. But, um, I've spent hours on it and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, this is something that I should probably, I mean, I have a full-time video editor. Um, he's in the Philippines though. And I'm like, uh, EJ might not understand what I'm looking for when it comes to like the nuances of my speech and what I want left in and not. And I was making excuses. Like, I just need to do this myself. I'm spending so much time on it and I probably shouldn't have been. Somebody messaged me on Instagram. as a friend of mine who has a, like a media production company. He's like, dude, why are you doing this with, why don't you hire somebody else to do this for like $20, $30 an hour? I'm like, I don't know. I should. Anyways, it just made me start thinking like, if I'm a, like, I'm think of future David, if I'm the CEO of a $10 million business, do I think that CEO is going to be sitting there at a coffee shop editing out filler words in a webinar? Probably not. What is that person going to be doing, right? They're going to be trying to think of the vision for the company, think of the strategy, helping people with a plan, making sure the right people are hired, making sure that the execution is going okay. Maybe do some like forward facing stuff like podcasts or recording ads or different types of market outreach or trying to reach out to bigger clients or partnerships, right? So I know to some extent, I guess what I should be doing or what that might look like, but sometimes it's hard. You, you're just like, ah, I just want to get it done. Or, you know, like it's sometimes it's easier in the short term to just do things yourself when for the long term of the business, you should probably find someone for that task um, to do. So I don't know the right answer necessarily. There's a book that I have that I got. I was a part of a group a while back, a, a mastermind type group called, um, you might've heard of them. They're called Vistage Groups. And I was in one in uh, my town with some other businesses. And a book they gave us was called Scaling Up um, by Vern Harnish, something like that. And in that book, you know, it's, it's all about, hey, how do you scale up? And like, why do some companies grow really fast? And why do some companies just sit there at the bottom? And I think there's a lot of lessons in there that I need to learn that I'm going to work on as far as, you know, people, systems, um, you know, getting the right strategy. So there's that. Another weakness of mine, if we're just going to sit here and hit on all my weaknesses, is, you know, as an entrepreneur, I get a lot of ideas. I'm right? like, oh, we should do this. We should do this. And I feel like I choose my tasks based on like what new ideas we have. Like, oh, we should really focus on this. And we'll go over there and we'll focus on this project for this. So for instance, oh, we should get into schools, right? We should, we had some interest from high schools. Hey, we should develop a product for high schools and we should get into a bunch of high schools. And the idea sounds great in my mind, but to actually execute it well would require a lot more manpower and focus. And I'll focus on that for a while. And then when we hit some type of stopping point or something else grabs my attention, oh, we need to do a webinar. Okay, let's move our attention over here. Okay, we need to send out emails. We need to do this. Let's do promo this course. And I'll work on that for a while. And maybe that's done. And I'll switch to another project. So sometimes we finished projects all the way to where, cool, we've made money and it was a successful initiative where it's still going. 
But a lot of times I'll push a project along for maybe a week and then I'll switch to something else, right? And if I don't come back to that project and keep pushing, uh, it's wasted effort. And I think I've talked about this in another podcast episode before. I think it's called like wasting the heat or something like that. But um, but yeah, that's another weakness of mine. So it's like, hey, if we're going to, we need to just truly decide what direction are we going in? What initiatives are we focused on? And then how are we going to sustain those projects long enough to see them through? So if you decide, hey, I'm going to make a course on how to, you know, how to do spearfishing and the deep sea diving or whatever, that's something my brother-in-law does. But then you're like, you buy scuba gear, you network with some people who do deep sea fishing, you got stuff, you know, you go out and you film the first lesson of the course, right? And then you get distracted and you're like, oh, you know what? My other course is actually doing pretty well. Let me focus on that for a little bit. You go do that and then that course starts to go down. So then you're like, oh, let me go back to my deep sea course. So you go back and try to do like one more lesson on the deep sea course. And then you get thinking about something else you want to do and you go do something else. Like none of those things are actually going to be successful because you're not sticking with them long enough to actually get the results or you don't have a team in place and a plan in place to actually make that get done. So I feel like there's a lot of my business where my team was probably thinking David is jumping from one thing to the next. So I try to get better at putting people in charge of initiatives and keeping them on it till they're finished. But, um, yeah, it's difficult to do. It's difficult. So those are two areas in my mind that I was thinking of that are, uh, I'm trying to work on some cool milestone updates. Uh, as a company, we've crossed the $5 million in revenue threshold. So since we started in 2022, we've sold uh, over 5 million, sorry, since we started in 2016, uh, all the way up to 2022, we've sold over $5 million worth of online courses. So that was pretty cool. And I actually looked and in, I think in 2016, I only made $10,000. So I don't even know if I want to count that, but uh, I started building the courses then. So from 2017 to now, we've made over $5 million in revenue uh, from online course sales. So that's a cool milestone. Um, Since I last got on, I also got to go to a weekend with some top Teachable course creators. So like Teachable's number one course creator was there, Terry, um, a bunch of other people who make a lot more money than me were there. And so I got to learn a ton, do some great networking to see how people who are at a higher level are operating. And actually that was really insightful from, for what I was talking about earlier about, Hey, what do they spend their time on? How did they run their businesses? And the ones that put out a ton of content and have a lot of different products and courses, they have big teams and they are very specific about the tasks that they do versus the tasks their teams do. And then others who maybe only have one course, they might do a lot more themselves, but they still have decent sized teams. And they're very focused on exactly what they want to do, where they want to be, So that was inspiring to see, hey, how do you run your business and how do you operate? Um, So if you're an entrepreneur, you're a solopreneur, there's a lot of stuff you can do yourself at first, but you need to quickly start thinking, how do I grow and what sort of things can I give to others to do so that I can focus my time on the highest and most value-adding tasks? Something Alex Hormozzi talks about a lot is, hey, the only way you can really grow fast or, you know, grow almost period is by leverage and that's either leveraging people's time or leveraging people's money right so people get people get really wealthy in real estate because you can leverage your money right you only have to invest twenty thousand dollars to buy a hundred thousand dollars worth of property and then when it goes up ten thousand dollars that's all yours so the whole value went up ten percent but your value twenty thousand plus ten went up 
50%. So that's leverage. Same thing with time. When you invest, when you're the one doing all of the work, right, the rewards are coming back just based on your time. But when you can hire people and team members and they can start doing a lot of things, there are, you know, hundreds of man hours per week going into your business and you are reaping the rewards, although you personally are putting in, let's say, 50 hours or 60 hours. So that's leveraging time. I need to do a better job of knowing how to leverage time and how to leverage my time. So something I'm learning, some updates from us. Um, I did start a YouTube channel very recently. It's called Davy Gravy, Davy Gravy YouTube channel. I'm trying to post there just helpful lessons I've learned. I posted a video the other day, hey, how I got affiliates to make my first $10,000. I showed you exactly my process for doing it. And then I actually went through and did an example. I found a new potential affiliate for us. I reached out to him on the um, video. And then two days later, they actually got back to me and um, wanted to become an affiliate. So <laughs> I got a new affiliate just for making YouTube videos about how to get affiliates and how I made my first 10 grand. So if that's interesting to you. Go check it out on YouTube. You could type in Davy Gravy Drone Launch Academy, probably will come up. Um, that's it for now. I think I will try to post maybe once a week on this thing, but no promises since my track record has been horrible in the past. But if you listen to this, thanks so much for being a part of it. Uh, appreciate your attention. Take care.